better trust and believe. Oh, my purple homie, he keep a turban on. Pair of sayings, 300 pair of sayings tall. How you doing? And that's the way that we rock and we roll. And then that's a blessing. Because he could have killed me from there. But he said, know what? I'm going to love that brother. And he understand where I'm coming from because of the thought patterns. You talking to a brother without a brain. That brother has a thought like a lightning bolt. A lightning bolt of burning motherfucking Lee Tavino with a golf club with iron in his goddamn hand. That's why he don't like metal. My bad. Hey, you listen to the Children of the Internet podcast. I'm your host, Byron. And this is Michael. And we, you are listening to the only podcast in the North Charleston diaspora that returns after months of inactivity. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, pretty much everywhere you want to be, but choose not to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're just all over the place. We're just, we're creeping up on you. In a very uh, slow, stealthy fashion. Um, yeah, we we are soon to be everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can contact us at 843-410-8531. And with that phone number, you can send us a text message. Uh, you can call us and see if we pick up. You can leave us a voicemail if we don't pick up. And unfortunately, you can send us pictures. Mm. Yeah. Um, you could also contact us at codypod2977 at gmail.com um, for booking and other info. So that's our email address. Codypod at gmail.com is already taken, so we have to use codypod2977 at gmail.com. You can also follow us around if you'd like to. You could follow us, but trust me, we ain't trying to be no leaders. Um, codypod.edc on IG. Follow us there. Uh, you can also join our Say that one more time because we had to change it. Say it one more time. Oh, yeah. So it's Cody Pod at EX, Cody Pod dot EXC now. It was previously children of the internet uh, dot EXE, and it was just too much. So we shortened that down. It sounds so much cooler, so much sleeker, so and just rolls off the tongue so much better. A lot more modern, a lot more sleek, new, young. Spry. It it sounds like we're right there in the tech bubble, ready to burst. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um. Also, you can join us where we're recording this podcast at right now, which is our brand new Children of the Internet Discord. Mike and I have put in a lot of work to set this thing up. We got some like roles in here for y'all and all kind of channels set up so we can stream we can actually record the podcast with folks invite them in guests and whatnot and do all kind of like crazy discord shit like organize attacks against twitter to hack obama's account yeah we we won't admit that it was really us that hacked uh kanye bill gates and elon musk twitter account we won't take claim for that but you know wink wink it was all us. It was all us. Discord is the new country club. We leave the link to the invite for Discord inside of the show notes. 
And just be aware that that link is going to be good for uh, at least about 30 days. So if you click the link in the show notes for this episode and you're listening to this episode, you know, after 30 days, there may be a more updated link to the or invite link to the discord in future episodes. So just keep that in mind and join us in the discord. We're looking forward to see you there. Yeah. So, Mike, it's about that time. You know, we back, but we've changed. We've grown, but some things haven't changed. <laughs> And one of those bigger things is that we still see you. And that's how we start out this podcast with a little segment that we call We See You, which is our own little section of black excellence. It's the blacks out here doing the excellence. Oh, okay. And we like to have that. And Mike, you just starts this thing off with his South Carolina State shout outs and his own We See You. So, Mike, what you got for us? Um, not going to go into state just yet. Um, I guess at the, the time of this recording, uh, fortunately, we lost two great, iconic civil rights leaders, uh, our civil rights heroes, true humanitarians for the cause, uh, U.S. Representative John Lewis and the Reverend Cordy Tyndale, or affectionately known as C.T. Vivian. Um, for those of you who don't know, some quick facts about uh, Mr. Lewis. Uh, Fisk University grad, of course, a freedom wire, uh, excuse me, freedom writer. He chaired the SNCC, the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. He was a part of the Big Six uh, in regards to organizing the March on Washington. He was elected in the Congress in 1986, representing the, the 5th Congressional District of Georgia. Uh, and he served there for 17 terms. Uh, he was awarded many accolades, but one of which was the Presidential Medal of Freedom. And he was a member of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. For Reverend C.T. Vivian, he was an American Baptist College grad. He was deemed, depending on who you're asking and what publication you're reading, he was either the lieutenant or the field general to the great uh, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, during the Civil Rights Movement. Of course, like I said, he also was a, participating in a lot of those freedom rides, a lot of sit-ins. He helped founded the Vision, the National Anti-Klan Network, the Center for Democratic Renewal, and the C.T. Vivian Leadership Institute, and also was a recipient of the Presidential Medal of Freedom and also part of the greatest fraternity in these United States and the world, a member of the Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. So it's sad to see him go, but they left a great legacy, have done great works for this country, especially for people that look like uh, Byron and myself, we thank you for your hard work, for your sacrifice, your decades of sacrifices and committing your life to civil rights and the betterment of our people. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. And please, with the SBC, <laughs> rest easy uh, uh, to the good brothers. So moving on beyond that, um, uh, moving on, let me uh, go into my fellow state grads. First off, allow me to mention that Mr. Dion Tedder, who recently just won this House seat for District 109 for the state of South Carolina. We salute you, good brother. This is, I think he was the, I think that was, he was class of 2012, was working with Dave, the, excuse me, with the David Ayler Law Offices. And uh, I've known him, like I said, ever since uh, he was my Neo's Neo. He always had a great head on the shoulders, a hard worker. And since he's been down here, it's been nothing but the same. So I salute you, good sir. 
I know he's ready to get his hands and feet wet with a lot of work out here in regards to his civic duty. So, sir, just show and prove. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We see you. We see you. Next up is my pro fight, uh, Mr. KJ Kearney. Uh, as Byron and I know, KJ has always been that he's always been that one that has done he's been the truest child of Charleston in the name of social activity, political activity, economic activity, or just all around activism. Um, his new project now, which I hold so near and dear, is his Black Fruit uh, Friday initiative. I believe the precursor to that was the thing that he did as far as compiling all of the Black-owned restaurants, eateries, bakeries, uh, smoothie shops, or what have you, in and around the greater Charleston area, whether it be Monk's Corner, North Charleston, Somervilles, West Ashley, the Islands, uh, or Hollywood, where have you. If it's, if it's Charleston, he was able to find out businesses about it, compiled it all on one big Google list, and shared it out to the world. And from there, he was able to create Black Food Fridays. Where he just pretty much, uh, as this as the name goes on IG, uh, when it comes to Friday, make sure that you're supporting uh, your black-owned businesses. Whether if it's you're eating or if you can't, if you already ate something, you're trying to purchase merch or something of that nature to make sure you're supporting um, black businesses in the Greater Charleston area. And also, not in not, not, excuse me, not necessarily in the Greater Charleston area, but also he's been expanding with it. So. Uh, out of Charleston, all throughout South Carolina, up and down the coast, people have reached out. People have reached out to make sure they're a part of his publication, his brand. So I salute you, good sir, big brother. I see you. Thank you, thank you for all the work that you're doing out here. We salute you. We salute you. Keep showing and proving, and uh, do work, bubba. Thank you. That's all I got. Oh man, Mike, yo, big clap outs for all the receives. Shout out to Dion. Shout out to KJ. And you know, shout out to the good brothers in general, man. Like they're out here doing the good work. So shout out to them for out here for being seen doing good things. Yeah, man. I take advantage of that uh of Black Food Fridays and the Google Maps, uh the Google Maps joint that he compiled. Mm-hmm. You know, I use that often. Like all the time. Like I just the other day I ordered uh like it was a buy Black Friday. It was Black Food Friday, matter of fact. Mm-hmm. So I was like, dang, where am I gonna eat? I really wanted some barbecue. I was like, do I should I go to Lewis Barbecue? I'm like, no. Like I can't go to Lewis Barbecue. I'll be supporting the white man on a Friday. <laughs> so I was like, let me where can I find some good ass barbecue right here? Good old Charleston, South Carolina. And I went on the uh, the black food and black owned businesses uh, list, and I found Rodney Scott's, and I ordered it through Uber Eats. So the white man did make a little bit of money off of this, but believe it or not, Rodney himself dropped it off at the crib via Uber Eats. Who knew that he also being like the owner of one of the top restaurants in Charleston, South Carolina, he also drives a little bit of Uber Eats. So whoa, 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 whoa. the Rodney Scott. E. Rodney. Well, I th- I'm pretty sure it was just a coincidence. It was probably just a guy named Rodney. It was probably a coincidence. But in my mind, I like believe it was Rodney Scott that dropped it off. I would like to thank that yeah. too. So we thank you, Rodney Scott. We thank you. Hey, yo, shout out to Rodney. And thanks for listening. We appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to some of the uh, so some of we see use. I want to shout out some of these people that have been really 
I always like to shout out the local movers and shakers, but I also like to shout out some of these people that have been a voice during these trying times we've been in and trying to represent different sides of industries that we're in. So like this time I'm, 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 um, my RCUs are more about people that have broken into like certain industries and kind of like excelled in them and set the standard as to say, and you know, let's start this off with, uh, with Miss Amethyst Ganaway from North Charleston, South Carolina, also known as the Geechee Gordita, mm-hmm. uh, which is a little business she has going. It's a catering business that she has going. Um, she's a chef that mostly um, that mostly specializes in southern food, um, which is like traditional Gullah food, but is also trying to break into like Latin cuisine. But I'm pretty sure she also does other things as well as far as the food goes. But with that, she's uh, also a columnist. She writes about food and culture. She had a column um, earlier this summer, and I think it may have been um, her first one. I'm really not sure on this, but uh, it was was the only article I could find in the Post Courier by her at that point in time. Um, And it was called Clyburn's Annual Fish Fry is one of uh, Low Country's communal meals that's vexed by social distancing. And it was kind of how how COVID-19 is impacting not only Southern uh, Southern black traditions, but also impacting the way in which we get to enjoy like communal foods and stuff like that. So cookouts, like events like that, where it's things that kind of really bring us together. Um, yeah. COVID-19 is really impacting that. So it's a really good, really good read. So check it out whenever you get opportunity on postcarrier.com and also visit her website at the Geechee Gordita. Well, GeecheeGordita.com, not the Geechee Gordita. And check her out. Um, I think she's based out of like New Mexico, right? New Mexico right now, and maybe planning on making bigger changes in the near future. But check her out, and maybe she can cater your next event. Also, follow her on on Twitter at Excuse My Fly. And yeah, we might get some good shit. You might catch some of her like quotes and whatnot. But yeah. Um, also, listen. So let's move on. So that is food. Like first industry is food. So let's move on to photography with Raven Green, who is the owner and proprietor, sole proprietor of New Moon Visuals. Who's like, so Raven is a uh, you know a like premier photographer in the Charleston area. Um, she recently had took some photos during the protests on King Street, and the uh, the photos she took ended up being featured in a Time article. Um, so she's actually famous now, and she's a celebrity photographer. So shout out to her. Um, she also cap- captured some of the photos from when the Calhoun statue has been taken down, and you can catch all that stuff like on her various social medias and whatnot. Um, you can follow her on IG at New Moon Visuals. Same thing on Twitter. And yeah, and that's photography, bro. Like the different things we're breaking into. What about so, Mike? Yes, sir. I know that. So when I first got into podcasting and like just being interested in podcasts, I think the first podcast I had ever really listened to was um, The Art of Charm, uh, which is like, you know, it's a white guy. Um, it's it was like, oh, it's like a self-help podcast. I'm like, oh, this is what podcasts are about. And then I remember discovering like Bill Burr's Monday morning podcast, mm-hmm. which is like, oh, it's great. I was like, oh, so where the black podcast at? And I remember Googling 
black podcast and the first thing that popped up was the black guy with tips but outside of like a few lists here and there from some black websites i really couldn't find any other black podcasts mm. you know it was really hard and i was like dang i wish there was some kind of directory somewhere where i can find black podcasts and they were all separated by category and a way for me to discover new black podcasts like that are like premier podcasts mm-hmm. so there's a lady named miss barry who put together said directory called podcast in color podcastofcolor.com is a black podcast directory that literally does exactly what i said it oh. is a directory of black podcasts separated by category and let's say if you have a black podcast you can go um, submit through their contact form your black podcast i think there's a payment involved some sort of donation but you know she out here doing the work so why not put some money in her pocket and you can get your podcast also featured in that directory of black podcasts i, w- I want to see in the future i want to see this uh this website continue to be worked on and different ways it could be implemented hey, maybe it be even be um maybe make it into its own podcast app where it's like a black podcast app or podcast and color app where we can just access that app and it's like it has links to all the uh black podcast and we could just access them directly from there like that'll be a great thing to see in the future but for right now we have the list all you got to do is access it and it's a great way for um for you to discover and if you're a podcaster it's a great way for you to get discovered so check that out at podcastingcolor.com and also so another that's so again breaking in industries you heard have you heard of uh dark shintagio uh well i can't say i can't what's i can't say that i do by the way you're pronouncing it yeah is it is it art shintagio i think it's shintagio it's like a a black anime studio based out of I was like, what are right. these things saying, sir? I don't, I don't know. So, Dark Sagio was founded in 2016 by brothers Arthel and Darnell Issa. Dark Sagio sought to revolutionize the Japanese anime industry by introducing westernized elements of art and storytelling to the Japanese standard of animation. Like, that's so dope that one, they had this idea to begin with because you kind of look at the idea of uh, cultural appropriation, like what's the line that separates cultural appropriation from appreciation? And this is one of those one of those examples where this is just cultural sharing and appreciation. It's not like they said they, you know, we invented this new type of animation style and it's like black anime is blanime or something like that. It's like, no, it's like this is anime. Mm. It's literally Japanese animation style. We're just introducing new elements to it, and we're not claiming it as our own. We just have our own studio. And they've worked on a, a few different things. So I'm looking at their portfolio on their website right now, and I'll have the uh, I have the link in the show notes as well. So they worked on a few different things. Um, they worked on a show called Teflon Funk, which I may I think may have been an original that came out of their came out of their own studio. Um, they worked on this, and I'm gonna pronounce some of these wrong. But it's Zygenesis. Um, that sounds right. Let's see. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, Indigo, Indigo Ignited. And there was uh, there was another one I mentioned. 
um, earlier in the like the the notes, but whatever. But they worked on a lot of big like anime projects, and I'm pretty sure like One Piece was in there, um, the Lupin the Third, like all the different things they worked on either a studio or individually with the two brothers. So mm-hmm. really dope. Just a dope idea, and I think this is originally planted in my head by my homie uh, Josh because he's super into an, uh, animation mm-hmm. um, himself. So he told me about this. I checked them out. So y'all keep an eye and, and continue to check up on Dark Shitagio because they are here doing dope stuff, and we see you. Um, we'll have the link to their website in the show notes. Yeah. So that concludes it from all we see you. Yeah. Shout out to y'all for being black, and shout out y'all for thank being you, thank excellent. you, thank you, thank you. So. uh Right. So we got the positives out of the way. <laughs> but so that's how our podcast goes. We open it up, we give you some positives, and then we teach you a little something before we go completely off the fucking rails. It's going the session where we teach you a little something is called it's, it's absolutely it's called coffee. Yeah. Cause tea is just other people's business. So this is our opportunity to we picked up some little nuggets, some little knowledge darts from around the interwebs, and we're going to give it to you, either from around the interwebs or sometimes it's just general life advice that you could use. Um, maybe you're not socially aware or emotionally intelligent, and here are some tips on how you can improve mm. that. Maybe like there's that. a way you can use these little life hacks that we're giving you to improve your internet surfing experience, or maybe there's something really dumb you've been doing that we can help you fix by making these small tweaks to up your quality of life mm. and make things a little bit better for you. Mm. I like so much. I mean, matter of fact, hold on, hold on. That was a great way to describe that, sir. I just want to give you that. Thank you for that. That that hit it square on the head, sir. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it. I feel so charged up to say mines now. Oh my god, I feel so hyped to say mines. <laughs> now I'm hyped. <laughs> I have no idea what you're. I, I am. I am so hyped to say mines. All right, Mike. Well, you always start this thing off, man. So, what kind of coffee you got for the folks today? Okay. Um, this one is for a a certain group out there. So, and I'm gonna take my time with this one. Just, 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 just bear with me. Of course, due to a lot of recent events that's been going on during this quarantine, um, I I know that it's been traumatizing it's been stressful it's been quite a burden and we have to we've had to adjust to a new way of life here and there uh, we've been forced to reflect uh inwardly outwardly how what have you and to see you know things that have been either well where we can either improve on things that we can kind of do better with uh, something to the tune of that um, but like I said, there, there's been things that's been going on, especially uh, in a certain community that has been brought to light again of different injustices or uh, inequality or just all around, just call it for what it is, just evilness. And it's, it's made people wake up and be more vocal. But... How can I say this? For those out there who, granted, may ha- 
difference of opinion, uh, especially uh, to the contrary of a feeling that certain individuals shouldn't uh, be out protesting or shouldn't speak on certain matters that uh, negatively affect the community. And you want your voice to be heard, no matter what may come out, but you want your voice to be heard. And being that, once again, we're in quarantine, you may not get out to make your voice heard. So the next best thing is to go right there at your keyboard and go on your social medias and then just have the greatest knee-jerk reaction party of your life. And for the things that may come out of your fingers and onto the, the interwebs, it may sound like something to the tune of, mm, and I'm just paraphrasing. Um, yeah, protesting out in the street. Oh, shit, I can't wait till I run them over. What the fuck they got to protest about? They're they're black. They're killing themselves. I can't wait till these niggers get done all this complaining. They're only doing it to themselves. What what the hell? Black lives matter. All lives matter. different stuff like that. Um. And you may be one of these individuals. Um, of course, you are well within your right to to say anything of the sort. But do know that there are consequences. Um, people are clearly losing their jobs for the things that they say, even though they're speaking their truth. And we and Byron and I love for people to speak their truth. Be right there. Don't be real. Don't come fake. Say what's in your heart. But. If you're going to be racist on your social media, why not just take off your place of employment? Um, maybe create a burner page or, yeah, well, just don't say the shit. Just keep it to yourself, even though that one is probably easier said than done. But if you feel like the world... Yeah, if if you feel like the world just has to hear how you feel about a community that historically has been marginalized, historically being disenfranchised, and historically been killed by uh, people of authority in some shape, form, or fashion, just eh, eh, do the right thing. Be smart. Be smart with it. Um, And other than that, um, let's see what else I got in my tank. Um, If you're going to cookouts and you like to get to-go plates, if you just um, how can I say how can I say this? Um, if you're going to get more than one, ask about the second one. It's cool to get one. Just ask for the second one because you get a second one, you're already going to come off as greedy. And, that's and, also, and also, don't take all the rest of the food. Don't don't do that. Please don't. Do that. That's yeah. that is it's like them people that like it's over and there's like a ton of food left and you're like yo. I'm gonna just take the whole pan with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's just all types of inconsiderate. But but depending on where you at, unless you might be pulling back another. Yeah, all truth, all truth. But yeah, that's all. That's all I got there, Bubba. I didn't. I didn't mean to go off on such a deep tangent. But that one was sitting on my heart. Like this podcast would not be the Children of the Internet podcast with Byron and Mike. If you did, did not, not have, have your three minute, model. <laughs> like, like, what would you be? like, what would be the point in all this if we didn't have that? Uh, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. But that one, that one was sitting nah, kind of on my heart, though. Listen, man, I, I can understand. I heard the emotion in it. Like, mm. I heard the tears running down your cheeks. I could tell the mascara was running. I could did you, did you, side, did you feel the dramatic pauses as though I had to let the yes. moment breathe? <laughs> 
I had to had to just let it sit there and linger in the air. Like in post, I'm gonna probably have to edit in like a music score or something please like do. that from like please rings. Like, please, yeah, please. I, yeah. I insist. Like, that was like Highlander levels of monologue. At a certain point, you, I need like a I need like a lightning bolt just to crash or hear, hear that thunder sound uh, on on certain parts just to capture that dramatic effect. Yeah, said <laughs> <laughs> lightning bolt. And I was thinking about that line from uh, I think it was. It was either Step Brothers or Talladega Nights, where I feel like a lightning bolt just hit the tip of my penis. <laughs> yeah, I think that was Talladega Nights. Yeah, yeah it's probably Talladega Nights. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie forever. But yeah, um, so I got life pro tips for y'all. Something that's going to improve your internet experience. We all, you know, need a better experience. And I'm going to keep them short, too. Yo, so I know you're probably using Google Chrome right now, and I know you probably want to be safer on the internet. Use Google Chrome and go and search for Opera Browser. Go download the Opera Browser. Uh, some old schools may know about Opera Browser and know about like the the benefits of it, but I'm gonna just lay it out for you. Honestly, it's a better surfing experience. It's a lot more efficient. It has a more efficient mode. So if you, those of you that are on like a uh, that like limited bandwidth, or you may be on a metered connection, Opera Browser. It's the best one. And to top it all off, it has a built-in VPN. So those of you that need to that need some extra security, you're really trying to hide those those data packets that are going out. Opera browser. Go ahead and download mm. it. We're not being paid for Opera, We're by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I feel like I've said this in a previous episode, but I feel like I need to remind you because I had to go through the situation in my personal life with someone um recently. And I just need to bring it back up. There is no such thing as permanent permanent digital storage. Like even if you like, even if you're not putting it on a floppy disk, floppy disk, oh, <laughs> or a CD. What? Sir, how old are you? Jesus, Christ. listen, I still have. Listen, my mom still has floppy disks at the crib. Like we invested a lot of money into floppy disk. Like Sir, it wasn't just you. Don't think don't think you were the only family that invested in a whole uh, whole case uh, of flappy disk. It's gonna be around don't forever, man. Don't do yeah. that. It's like the only remnants of floppy disk are just the save button now. And yeah. I'm pretty sure some people are looking at it like, yo, what the fuck is that even? That's just the save button, like just the icon for the save button. Who knows what that is? But yeah, so there's no such thing as permanent digital storage. So Eve, that means even um, those old flash drives you have, those old, um, those old external hard drives, all those things, they will start to lose. Like as they start to lose power, like their internal battery, whenever that dies, like your memory or your your digital storage, your data is gone. So here you should be doing. <laughs> You should be doing like maybe every five years or so, maybe even 10 years. You should be doing a backup to a new medium all the time. If you want to continue to save these things and keep that that digital data, yes, back that shit up and keep backing it up. Mm. This, could, this could end up saving you one day. Yeah. And mm. also, utilize cloud storage. Cloud storage is if you got a business and you depend a lot on storage, um, stop having all your shit saved to the various laptops and external hard drives or those uh, 
those servers that you have that are probably going to get hit by lightning pretty soon. And, you know, back your shit up to the cloud. It'll always be there and it's easy to access for everybody else in your network. Um, so beyond that, you need to improve your Google search skills. Actually, yeah, you need to improve your Google search skills. So this is something I only recently started doing, but it's important. So when I'm searching for things on Google, like, have you ever gotten like uh, inaccurate results on Google? Mm-hmm. Like you're searching for something like I'm looking for something very specific, but it keeps bringing up the wrong thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to leave a little link for 20, uh, 20 tips on which how you can improve your Google search skills. But so let's say if you want to search for something and you want to make sure that it's like, let's say you're looking for a certain quote from somebody or even if you're looking for uh, something very specific. So let's say if I'm looking for. Um, uh, let's see. Bionic I'm trying to theme song. Uh, 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 financial so, tips. So, uh, let's say you just search for something, right? Mm-hmm. So, you can minimize just the, the amount of guesswork that Google needs to do. You can narrow it down by having like include, it's like, um, you're making sure that whatever the search results are, they include this specific string of text, right? Mm-hmm. So, let's say I'm looking up like I want to like basically do a query of like ESPN's website, right? Uh-huh. Or I want to do a query of everything that includes a, a specific thing. Um, so let's see if I am searching for, let's say if I'm searching for um, like puppy dog sweaters, right? Uh-huh. It's going to search for all content that that contains those three words in no matter what order, right? Uh-huh. So it's going to be like puppy dog sweaters, like dog puppy sweaters um like sweaters that have puppy dogs on them these are gonna be sweat uh, puppy dogs that have sweaters on uh, sweaters that have like all those things it's gonna search for all of that in any order but if you put in quotes if you put uh quotes around that that string it's gonna search for those very words and it's only gonna bring up results that have those words in them in that order mm. yes and that's that's really important when you're searching search for something very specific. Um, you want to make sure that it's exactly what you're looking for and not anything else. Same thing for, um, let's say if you're, you have a search for something like, let's say you're searching for bass, right? But it keeps bringing up like music instruments, right? So you want your search results to exclude a word. You can just type in bass and then the hyphen or the minus button and you just type in instruments. So now it's going to bring up all the search results that feature the word bass, but not the word instrument. So it'll bring up the actual ones about fish. So mm. yeah. I like that. And there are a ton of other mm-hmm. ones. There are a ton of other ones and I'll leave the link in the show notes, but that's super important in this day and age. You need to know how to find the information that's available to you. And here's how you can improve it. So that's all I got for the coffee, but those are very important tips. And I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this on Monday morning or during the work week, you're you just improve your Google search skills. And I'm pretty sure you're like you might be a software developer or some anybody that deals with like coding. And now you can search GitHub even faster. Matter of fact, so not yeah. only are you being racist at work, but you can actually Google better. You can actually Google how to be a better racist at work. 
See how it all comes back around full circle? Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Shout out to Yeah. Shout out to the racists. We appreciate Thank y'all you. for Your, your yeah. hatred is definitely necessary. So, Mike, 2020. Yeah. 2020 has been a wild fucking year thus far. It is, an, and it shows no signs of letting up. Oh no, I don't think we we've, we've gotten to the the mid season finale yet because it feels like each episode is is, is out doing the last episode. It's like shit, damn. Yeah, it's this is the worst season of Earth yet. And I think this is what this is the uh, series finale last season. No, no, I don't. I don't think it is. I don't, I don't see no signs of stopping. Like, th- I think this season of Earth is killing the fuck out of This Is Us. Like, you, you know how each episode of This Is Us makes you want to cry? This one, this is... Yeah. <laughs> sobbing, just running nose, slobbering at the mouth, just pulls the tears of coming... It just pulls the tears coming out your eye ducts. So, it's, it's, it's been interesting. Unfortunate, but interesting. Yeah, we lost. We had to lose some people, man. Like uh, 2020 has claimed a lot of people thus far, uh, like big folks, like like Pop Smoke died, Kobe died, mm-hmm. uh, Little Richard died, yeah. uh, Andre Harrell died, Betty, Richard died. B- Betty Wright died. Betty Wright died. I forgot about it. She was young too. She was like sixty something, right? Yeah. I think uh, she died in that. It was like a. Three in a weekend because I forgot who it was first, but it was Little Richard and I think it was Betty Wright. Ah, I forgot. I, th- I forgot who was. No, I think it was Andre Harrell on that Friday. Then it was Little Richard. Then Betty Wright. So um, Fred the Godson and um, uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, who else? Um, uh, not Ben Stiller. What's uh Ben Stiller's dad's name? Ah, uh, Jerry Stiller. Oh, yeah, Jerry yeah. Stiller. Yeah, Jerry Stiller died. And God, Fred Willard too. It's like the whitest Damn. white guy you randomly catch on yeah. any show. Yeah. So yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Folks was folks was really out here uh buying farm and kicking a bucket. Right. Yeah. Yo, that's that's so wild. Man, we lost so many people. Like, I'm pretty sure it was somebody like that's just now waking up from a coma from 2019. It's like, man, now that I'm back, I can't wait to Go to Coachella and and see my favorite rapper Pop Smoke in concert. Got some bad news. Got some very. Oh, better yet, it's like waking up out this coma, and it's like, man, it's like, uh, man, I, I can really go for a nice soulful song. It's like, man, Betty Wright's uh, "Clean Up Woman." I just want to hear that right now. How's Betty Wright doing? Yeah, she's she's not here. That's pretty much 20. That's that's how 2020 is right now. If somebody is waking up from a uh somebody could wake up from a coma that's been in there in the coma since 2019, mm-hmm. and everything they're saying they want to get back to you is like mm. got some news for you. Damn. It's like, yeah, fam. it's like damn, I can't I can't wait till the NBA season start back. So uh it's like man, I, I I know, I know, Kobe's retired, but I can't wait to see him on uh, see him on the floor. Or, I mean, at courtside, just chilling with his with his she daughter. It's like, ooh, yeah, there, sir. It's like, all right, all right, all right. Well, it's like, man, you tell me all this bad news, man. But, 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 like, ooh, new, 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 new. It's like, man, with all that bad news, at, at least, at least Takashi's still in prison, right? 
<laughs> I mean, he he didn't come. I'm, I'm I'm sure he got pan, and nobody's really fuck with him. He he didn't do it like another hit uh, number one song, did he? Yeah, man. yeah, that's a real thing. Tory Lanez may have shot uh, Meg Thee Stallion. Yeah, yeah. Who the fuck is writing this shit? Like, what the hell is going on, bro? Like, matter what fact, is matter this? Fact, like, everything just got super weird. I think I know who wrote this, and and it's kind of ironic. Allow me to be the conspiracy theorist. The same. Talk to him. <laughs> All right, so you remember hearing the report of the guy that was the head writer for Tucker Carlson, and he got, I guess, either fine or he got yeah. fired for being the most overtly racist of all time. I think he probably wrote yeah. this season of this of uh, 2020 Earth. I think he did because some of the most racist shit has happened, some of the most crazy shit has happened, and all of a sudden he gets fired. I wonder who's going to replace him to write the new new material. Because mm. for some of this shit, it's like, damn, you can't even make this shit up. Like, who, who, who whose idea was it to write out the 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 storyline? Kanye comes to North Charleston in the middle of a fucking pandemic and goes campaigning. And he has he yeah. has a uh, Kanye <laughs> in North Charleston. <laughs> Kanye in North Charleston. I I. If if I had to write out a season, that is not going to be the first thing that comes to mind. Like I want, I want to have something real thought provoking that's going to be catchy, not too shocky or whatever, whatever. But Kanye coming to North Charleston to campaign for president during a fucking pandemic was not at the top of the list. So, Mike, and for those who are wondering, oh, yes, man. Kanye did come to North Charleston as we're recording this today on a Sunday. He was here uh, for a five o'clock, uh, I think, hour, hour and a half long rally. And yes, it was crazy. He wore a fucking, yeah, <laughs> he wore a fucking uh, security vest. It looked like he had, I don't want to, I don't know if it was cut, was it 2020 was cut into his head or he designed 2020 in his head and he was just going on Trump like tangents or does Trump go on Kanye? Like tangent, but pretty much Kanye being Kanye. Speaking of Trump, like, like when Harriet Tubman, well, Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She just had the slaves go work for all the white people. <laughs> Y'all, we right now. That's the whole mood. That's the whole mood, bro. Y'all, we leaving oh, right God. now. Yeah. Bam. That's that's how I feel about 2020. That's how I feel about 2020. Y'all, we oh, leaving right God. now. This is. Once again, you can't make this shit up. Sidebar. Once again, fam. I, I know I heard Kanye say that shit about Harry Tubman before. I don't know if it was in that TMZ, uh, the infamous TMZ interview, but I swore he, this is not the first time he said that. But either way, that's beyond the point. But mm. yeah. But it's just like if somebody would have told me in 2019 that Kanye was actually going to try to run for president. And then specifically, it's like, bro, it's like they're writing this, the the whole, this whole season, it's like they're writing it around me. Like, why the <laughs> fuck is Kanye doing a campaign rally in the city I live in? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> what is this? Well, well, Out of all well, places. Well, Byron, spoiler alert. This is the Truman Show. I, I'm just an actor for you, sir. He's probably um, <laughs> 
Everybody else is an NPC. I'm the you're I'm the main character. <laughs> Everybody else is just an <laughs> All true. Yeah. Right. You, you know, it's, it's everything around the Kanye thing has been disappointing. Like, I've been rocking with Chance just because Chance, like, you know, Ch- Chicago rappers seem to rock with each other. And No Name is one of my mm-hmm. favorite rappers. And she was saying some wild shit. Um, it was, I guess it was wild in the sense of like, then you don't expect anybody to pop off like that, but not so wild where it was like, oh my God, she lost her mind. But she was saying some wild shit and Chance like backed her up and like backed up her points and everything. But then, and I was like, yo, Chance, you, you made some points with me. But then he fucking took all that shit back when he just woke up on a Monday morning and was like, why the fuck y'all ain't gonna vote for Ye? Like, what do you mean? Like, he's literally like, yo, y'all telling me to vote for Biden, but Ye's out there? Like, why would like this? Like, whatever Ye is doing is very, like, presidential shit right now. And I'm like, just no. By that, no just not. by that, once he said that, you heard the, the wild uh, jazzy horns of Black Twitter. Dare I say the war horns of Black Twitter, and they commenced to roasting his ass uh, mercilessly and very unforgivingly and just... Well, for at least, it, it, at least it, it forced him to to backpedal. It was like, cool, because he said whatever thing about uh, now that I'm coming down off the hill, I'm starting to realize everything that I said wrong, and blah 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 blah. Yes. And then, uh, yeah, out of so nowhere, that, that you hear uh, Terry Crews saying like, <laughs> that was about to say, out of nowhere, uh, Terry Crews comes and is like, yeah, such and such and such, 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 you know how I feel now. And then that also forced a uh, chance to say, uh, I know I need to get off this if fucking. Um, Terry Crews. Terry Crews. His co-signer. Goddamn Terry Crews. Matter of fact, was it the that whole? I was gonna say the the, the actual subplot to to the story of the 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 show of twenty Earth twenty twenty. Who would have thought that Terry Crews would have lost his goddamn mind? Yeah. Like what? When did Terry Crews become a coon? I never, I didn't, I didn't see it coming. Like that was a fucking huge plot twist. No, nobody. Who would have thought the guy that made that was popular uh, that that had such a groundbreaking role on white chicks turned into a white chick? And and then also like the other shit he's been in, like the um, everybody hates Chris, which is like been you know a staple community. Yeah, and fucking, we all remember we all rallied behind him uh, mm-hmm. when he had his Me Too moment, uh-huh. and everybody had his back and everything. And like you know, of course, toxic niggas like, how you got your Me Too? You a big nigga? How you gonna let another man touch your pee pee? Yeah, like, but there was a you know, we all rallied behind him. We believed in you. We all were rooting for you. Uh-huh. And then you turn around like, oh yeah, fuck Gabrielle Union, twice, <laughs> <laughs> and also. Look, black people, because I'm a human rights activist, not a human wrongs act- activist. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, bro, what like black. Yeah, because I didn't know there was such thing as black supremacy. Like Jesus, like I, black supremacy. I, I, think, I didn't. I didn't know that. That Damn, I, what is, I, I didn't know that was like a, a, a parameter as far as the black agenda of. Uh, Making sure that we get equality, human rights, the the whole nine. Just make sure that we don't overdo it, so we don't have to worry about supremacy. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't overdo those rights now. No, like, yeah. I don't want y'all to get too many rights, bro. This is like I feel like whoever whoever is writing this season of America, 
is all, the same person that wrote the last couple seasons of The Office after Michael left. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's just, it's like getting ridiculous. It's like there's a gas leak in the world and everybody's being impacted by it, bro. Like the circus Absolutely. music just keeps getting louder. Like this is, this is, this is a very wild, unprecedented times we live in. Dare like, so I many say, celebrities are like, I, I feel like a lot of played themselves. Nah, nah, go ahead. What are you about to say? Uh, I'm about to say, it, it feels like we're, we're taking steps to get closer to uh, Idiocracy, that movie, the, the the Mike Judge movie. I think we're I think we're taking those necessary steps to get there because it feels like stuff that should just be easy, common sense things, but people are just like it's like, and 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 I hate to use Trump. Oh fuck it, I'm going to use Trump as this. If if there's clearly a, a, a instance out here where people are getting killed of a certain community or whatever. And as a, as a president, you should say things to help comfort the people. It feels like it's a, it's a easy. It's like, it's like, it's like a kid uh, hitting a T-ball. It's, it's, it's already on this. The ball's on the stand. All you got to do is just hit it. It's like, you got the ball, you got the bat. But then you just take a flamethrower and just start blowing it into the crowd. Like it, it feels like it, it should just be a, such an easy thing to do, but people are just being stupid. Like I don't know how this should work, sir. Make it help it make make it make sense to me, sir. Please, I, I, I beg of you, please help make it make sense yeah. to me. Nah, fam. This I don't know, man. Like, where do we go from here? Like, what is like, what is it doing? Mm. But no, you you were getting ready to say uh, celebrities playing themselves. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, but that that's like that's been uh, I believe that's been one of the subplots. I think that subplot like B, <laughs> um, of this show <laughs> at this point. Like it's just like there's always gonna be like a different celebrity like just kind of playing themselves or celebrities just playing themselves in general. Like Virgil Abloh of Off White fame. Oh shit! One oh, shit. Virgilius Virgilius. A blosis, you know, <laughs> you know, with somebody, somebody that creates a brand like Off White, where mm-hmm. the brand is kind of based is based around Black culture. That's, that's obvious, right? And I think he, he mm-hmm. kind of made that clear, um, like with the models he chooses, the style of the clothing, and he even said it. Like he said, like, yeah, only Black people was fucking with my clothes at first. That was those the only people fucking with it. Mm-hmm. So you know, there was a. There was quite a, a stint of, of of cops beating up Negroes like hotcakes, um, and protests broke out, and there was money being raised for bail funds for people that were arrested during protests. Mm-hmm. So they were asking like celebrities, "Hey, you need to donate some money to these protests to the bail funds." So one Virgil Oblosis, um of Off White Fame decided that I will donate some money because I've amassed millions of hundreds of millions of dollars from this off-white brand that, again, is based on black culture and black folks was the first ones to work with it, so that's why it's so popular now. Mm-hmm. I will donate money. Here's $50 via Cash App. Don't spend it all in one place. I'm out. Like he donated like quote unquote he like donated quote unquote money like like what the fuck was that? <laughs> money this is this is the dream. same Virgil 
this this is the same Virgil that uh, for for his when the sneakers drop, highly coveted. Uh, whether it be the um, what was it, the fives that came out at the top of the year, the fours that's uh, that's coming out. Uh, was it next week or so? Uh, of course, I think at retail, they make they can be anywhere between like one eighty to two hundred or so, and resell uh, damn near a thousand percent. Fifty dollars. That's that's 50. that's what he does. Fifty. Yeah. Fifty dollars, but oh no, Mister was it? Uh, Ablosis was was his name? Vir- Virgilis. Virgilis. Ablosis. Oh, he didn't stop there. Um, as our listeners may know, okay, uh, we we lost Pop Smoke this year, unfortunately, to uh, 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 just just a hit attempt. Um, of course, he was a rising star, had great songs, uh, Dior, uh, Welcome to the Party. Other things that they he had a feature on the uh, Travis Scott um, Jack Boys uh, album. And like I said, his, his stock was definitely rising. It was definitely the new sound of New York. Um, like I said, we lost him, Mister. He was tasked by uh, one young Curtis Fifty Cent Jackson to do the album art. Um, he said that uh, 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 Virgil was having a conversation with Pop Smoke before he died. Just you know, getting getting a feel for his life. And just wanting to to know what his dreams, the whole nine, just having a real one on one, and uh, they were speaking on just his upbringings and, and just whatever, whatever. So, Mister Ablosis took said information, hurried on quickly to his laptop. He opened up Microsoft Paint. Um, was like, mm, mm, I need to capture what he was saying. So let me let me do some bob wire right there. Matter of fact, before I do that, let me let me get a picture of him in the center. Do some bop wire right there. Let me, let me brighten up this background, and oh, I don't need to edit it. We just they just gonna ride with it because because it's art and whatever I fucking do, people are gonna fucking love it. Hype beasts are gonna love this shit. This is gonna be the most hardest shit of all time. Right when that thing got released, what was the uh, overall consensus of when uh, the world saw this album art? Um, it was it looked like. A album cover from the Boxed In Slums uh, graphic design forum, but mm. it was it was absolute dog shit. Mm. Um, I guess at one point, maybe during like a brief passing, um, Pop Smoke said described himself as a, a concrete rose or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And Virgil was like, "All right, cool. Say less. Chrome barbed wire, um, a little bit of uh, transparent smoke, and a picture. I use the uh, the quick selection tool. <laughs> the mag- <laughs> yeah, I use the magic wand tool to cut out a picture of of a uh, pop from a already existing picture that's like in the public domain at this point. Mm-hmm. And here you go, pop album." <laughs> A, a giddy image of him. Man, it was. It, I think it still had like Getty image uh, <laughs> watermark on it. <laughs> like, bro, what the uh, fuck? Who, who was okay with this? That like, it was absolute dog shit. Especially like, because Virgil's designed good album covers before. He's like, he known really, Virgil. He, yeah, he, which he, he is like designer. So no, he designed. What was I say? The 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 which which cover? Because I just remember it was the eight, the first ASAP Rocky album. And uh, yeah. I think it was, it was, it was uh, the other one. Yeah, love is. I think love is rage too. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he designed the cover for that, which is dope. I don't, I don't know if you've seen it. It's the one with like the, the tape on it, the off-white tape on it, like the two X's on the cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, that was a dope cover. Like, I rock with that. And the other covers he's done, I rock with those. Like, a lot of them have been like minimalistic. So it's like those less is more approach, but good stuff regardless. Work. And, like, it it worked. Like, yeah, I'm gonna look at his. It looks like a, he used a, a red, a Photoshop tutorial on how to make album covers and didn't finish it. Mm. Yeah, mercy. It's like, but like it's not Photoshop. It's like the advanced tutorials, like you get that part, and it's like, all right, now you need to do all the uh, now you need blending to make sure it looks right and all this shit, and it's like. 150 more steps, you're like, nah, nah, it looks good as it is. <laughs> and that's literally what it seems like. Rendering, <laughs> rendering, shit. Yeah. Save. Let me click this uh, little yeah. disc in the corner. Okay. Save. Okay. Let's go. Because I'm fucking Burgess Ablosis and people love buying my shit. Other channels? Yeah, nah, man. That that was ass. That was ass. I was, I was embarrassed for him. But the dope part that happened from that was a bunch of people on Black Twitter made their own uh, Pop Smoke album covers, and it was dope. It's dope seeing the creative side of Black Twitter. Yeah, so funny. shout out to the Black Twitter uh, graphic designers all out here doing your thank you, thing. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. But no, uh, we we have uh, we have that, and not only celebrities. We just have just certain people just playing themselves at large. Because circling back to to my coffee. You have uh, Karens out here going wow and crazy. I don't. Maybe it's because of the quarantine and people are just tired of being home. So like they're tired of dealing with themselves or they're just left alone with their thoughts. And they, I guess it's just they they're self triggering. And you add talking about racial injustices on top of that, and probably some other shit, family issues. That's just one one hellish cocktail and it's just coming out in the wolves the most worst toxic self-destructive well self-destructive and destructive ways because i mean i'm not understanding how let's say let's say for instance i'm cutting my grass and somebody a white lady walks by and as and she feels threatened because i'm cutting my own grass and she she all the cops because she's threatened like it it sounds weird. Once again, we don't know who's writing this season. Just weird shit like that has been happening to us on a regular basis. And it's and it's almost to the point where at least once a day, if you don't see a video of it, somebody you personally may know on your timeline has a Karen story. Like literally, I I, I saw it today and I'm like, damn, like like who is who is really emboldening these folks? Is it is it a a dog whistle going off? Is is this a what was this said at the last clan rally meeting that the the the, the invisible organization that, that yes one by one yeah we're gonna take them down. I don't I mean, for the dumbest I don't, like, I don't like the reoccurring Karen character because I remember this started in like the 2019 season, um and they started with that whole the whole uh I guess the reoccurring joke of. The calling the police on black people for doing absolutely nothing, mm-hmm. and I didn't like it back then. I was like, it doesn't really add anything to the show, and now it's still it's kind still of there. Kind of like, oh, it's getting kind of old, you know. So I don't, but, I'm not sure it, if I'm, I'm actually Karen. 
the Karen sub, the Karen characters. I mean, I don't like it either, but apparently it sells in a in a weird way for for the season. Yeah. Also, Karens think um they want Karen to be considered like a racial slur. They said it's just as bad as saying the N word. And that's crazy because <laughs> we're actually saying Karen. Yeah. We're not even saying what the N word is. No. <laughs> we're still you're not even saying what the N word is. You you like no. you you one of the words you're not even saying. So you can't say it's just as bad. Mm-hmm. So Karen's out here going wild, calling the cops on, I don't know. Like I feel like I can make up a random story, and I think Baratune Thurston, um, who was like uh, a right, he used to write for the Onion, and he's a super smart guy, really intelligent, really smart. You see his TED talks. Um, he had like this generator um, about like news stories, and basically he kept like a, a running uh, like a database of all like the ridiculous headlines of like white woman calls cops on black students sleeping in dorm room like these are real things that go on or like cops body slam black kid at pool party i'm like what the fuck is going on like and that's a real thing that happens so it's like that's the ridiculous headlines we have to deal with uh in our current day and time it's fucking crazy yeah i don't i I really i really don't get it well i well i will say this and and I and I do know where the guy's heart's at. And I'm going back to I guess the one that really kicked it off this year with a uh, old buddy that was bird watching in Central Park, and old lady just went crazy because oh, yeah. he was telling her to keep his her dog on a leash, which was illegal to have your 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 pet off a leash. And she she yeah. just went right into Karen mode. And fortunately for the situation. She was caught on camera. Of course, uh, she was lambasted and just drove to the mud. And once again, all deservingly. But the point I'm getting to is it feels like if it was definitely me, yeah, you could be forgiven. But no, I'm definitely going to press charges on this one because I think something came up now where it's like that it, legal action is going to start happening. But if he said, you know, he doesn't want to go about it. But I'm like, nah, buddy. No, we need to send this message. No, the, the 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 Karens of the world need to know that this shit ain't gonna fly. There's nothing cool about what you're doing. This 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 instant trauma that the 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 instant trauma and these white tears you're gonna start showing just over some dumb shit, and especially if it's something that you're causing. Like, no, you're you're gonna catch this L. You're gonna understand what L feels like. You for the first time in your life, you're going to hold on to this L. And go to sleep with it, shower with it, douche with it, the whole fucking nine. You're going to you're gonna hold this one. So. Yeah. But yeah, once again, who I don't I don't know who wrote this shit there, Bubble. I, I really, I really don't. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. Wild times we living in. Um, but yeah, whoever whoever right now, yo, let's get rid of that subplot. Let's get rid of that reoccurring character. It doesn't serve anyone. But it's terrible. But let's let's yeah. not let's not let's not focus on the negative, sir. Let's let's like really move into the positives. Like, yeah, whoever's writing this season, whatever. What what's the story that we had to carve out for ourselves during this uh, pandemic that has really done good for us both? Like, whether it be you know for the either for the podcast or just just in our own lives. What's something that you've done? The story. Um, let's see. Um, you know, 
I think healing is an important thing. So I had a lot of time to like focus on myself and, and I know it's like a tired term, but I had a lot of time to focus on myself and actually deal with myself and work Mm -hmm. on healing and, you know, light some sage and, you know, spread some avocados around the crib and, you know, do all those things. Like Mm -hmm. you find your center. I had a chance to sit on my square. Um, There you go. Yeah. Or stand in my square. And you know that that was dope. I, I had I I found new hobbies. I found new things that I like doing. Mm-hmm. You know I, I'm biking now. Nice. You know inspired by the Frank Ocean song. Um, so I'm biking. Uh, I do it every opportunity I get. You know I can't bike the city I live in, North Charleston. So it's like really hard to bike here because for some reason the residents of North Charleston just want to run over people, <laughs> uh, specifically black people, while riding bikes, like. You know, I don't know why, but it just happens all the fucking time. Like every time you turn around, it's like so uh so that's been disappointing, but I can, you know, I can bike in wherever I want to, you know. Uh just gotta know the risk involved. So that's been dope. Uh yeah, man. And I've been able to like work on things like build up my resume, make me more marketable so I can get some shit done and you know, find some things and stuff that are going on. So yeah, man, uh, I was able to get a, get a lot done. What about it. you? I can dig it. Um, let's see. Uh, I've, I will say this. My adulting levels of these past, well, I think since February, has been through the goddamn roof. Like, shit that I never thought that I would be doing. So this this boils down. So it's been everything going on with, with my home. Uh, like I have really been in, in homeowner mode for so long. So I've done things from getting areas of, of my house pressure wash, much needed pressure washing. And to the degree of if I couldn't, I couldn't catch the area above my room. So I had to invest in a, a telescoping wand, which was the birthday present to myself. It was pressure washing my walkway, my, my patio or doing things like finally straightening up my, my closet because for whatever reason i can't even walk in that shit well there was one time i couldn't walk in it so i was doing everything from taking old blazers old trousers and old suits and shit that i've had since high school that i have probably haven't worn since then and actually donating them because i i took a trip up to columbia and i still can't remember my man's um his nonprofit, but his uh he's now uh i think he just scored um a political seat for the city at uh, Jermaine Johnson. I think it's Dr. Jermaine Johnson now. Um, it was for his nonprofit uh, for guys that are, that I guess are just coming home or are caught up in the system and they're trying to get back on their feet and start working. I'll, we'll have that in the, in the show notes for his uh, nonprofit though. But either way, I, I was able to donate a whole bunch of clothes to free up some space in there, investing in the little container shoe boxes and getting that stuff together unit so i can get that working which has been working beautifully during this hot ass summer months uh investing in my cooking whether it be for my grill find a new uh indirect uh heat comb to get my chicken right uh for the first time in my adult life uh no really this is the first time in my life i finally used something that my mother gave me probably about five six years ago and it's my crock pot. I'm getting used to cooking with that now. On top of just cooking things that I've never actually cooked before, I, I feel more ambitious to just to try things now. So I got to really thank uh, thank my girl and uh, Binging with Babish for that. Uh, shout out to his YouTube channel. You got to gotta fuck with Binging with Babish. Um, let's see what else. What else? Oh, um, 
on the financial side of things, I uh, got back in touch with my old financial advisor. So he's been helping me steer some stuff in a well, it Well, let's say it was a much needed checkup. So we're, we're back on track with some things. And he came through in a clutch with some stuff that is super helpful for my home. So I will say this, uh, homeowners, if you haven't done it yet, or future homeowners, current homeowners, check to see what your, I think this may just be for the state of South Carolina, but check to see the, the tax rate that you're paying. If it's a six, go on your your county website and get, it's a, a 4% tax rate exemption and try to get that lower tax rate so you can also, so you can start paying a lower mortgage because I was able to successfully do that with the help of COVID because there was a, a point in there where, um, what was it? What was it? Um, it's like you, you have to get certain signatures on it. And because of COVID, they waived having to get like a, I think it's like a statement of responsibility from your electric company and water company. So with that, that those are good savings for you. Like I said, if you haven't done it already, if you're already paying 4%, cool. If you haven't, try to fill that out. Um, it, the process didn't take long for me. It, they may say two months, but I think it took all of maybe like just a few weeks. So it was super helpful. So it's, like I said, it's stuff like that. And on top of, like, as you were saying, as far as my, my mental health goes, just working, I, uh, still focusing on my whole spiritual growth and my whole nine. So still just uh, uh, making sure I'm tuning in on Sundays and tuning in on Wednesdays uh, for Bible study with uh, uh, for uh, <laughs> Mount Moriah Missionary Baptist Church with uh, Reverend Doctor Barnell Benton. So that those those has been helpful, and then and then making sure that for for those things that I'm hearing there and things that I'm learning. I'm making sure that I'm actually making, I'm applying it to me. It's not one of those things where I'm hearing the information and thinking that, oh, it's for somebody else. It's like, no, I can actually benefit from this. And from some of the stuff that I've been doing, it, I'm starting to see the benefit of it now. So it's it's been dope. Like I actually had a little moment a day earlier where I got a little, dare I say, a little caught up because I, I'm, I've been super thankful for a lot of stuff God's been doing for me. So and like I said, in the midst of, all the the turmoil and all the craziness that's going on in the world i've been super thankful for everything that i've been able to accomplish because it was the 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 goal for me is that even though we're all quarantined i want to make sure i i leave out of it better than i came in so once everything's back to normal hopefully back to the old normal. well matter of fact i don't want to go back to the old normal because the new normal for me is dope now of course can't say that for everybody else but for me personally, I'm I'm super thankful for everything that I've been blessed with, things that I've been doing, of course, trying to better myself, increase my worth, increase the value, and also trying my best uh, to 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 uh, I guess increase value with the the people around me in my circle, whether it be from family, friends, or what have you. So once again, I know it's a long long winded statement though, but that's 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 that was on my heart, that was in my spirit, and I was thankful for that. So. Gotta get all the glory on that one. Oh yeah, yeah. Nah, man. Shout, shout out, to, shout out to uh, growth and finding the silver lining and uh, uh, you know bad situations, which yeah, which is not a good situation for you. Yeah. Um. Are we are we in the check in? Uh, sounds like we just transitioned right right into the check in. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it sounded like we did. Yeah. Man, all right, cool. I just want to, um, yeah, man, we can put this stuff in the next episode. <laughs> we can put the uh, all the other stuff in the next episode. That's cool. Yeah, but yeah, man. Um, 
you know, it's our first episode back uh, after being gone for a while. So, like, this has been like a good reintroduction episode, kind of. So, yeah, yeah man. Um, so, I guess that's, I guess we basically just did the mental health check. So, man, Mike, uh, what games are you playing, bro? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's the, uh, you new new at the time on the clock. Yeah, it's, so it's a new, for so so for our yeah. new listeners, our old listeners, it's something new that we're trying out because we know we can be kind of long winded on this particular part of the, uh, the the our episode. So what we're gonna do is gonna be the our two minute drills. The it's our what you're seeing, what you're doing, what you're playing, what you like, what you don't like, what you're feeling. Just just it's the watches. It's gonna be something. It's a still working title, but still at its core, it's gonna be it's a nice two minute drill. And as we're as I'm saying all that, I'm going to my phone now. Going to my clock, and when we go first, you go first. Uh, you All right, first. you got me set. I'm gonna start putting the time on you every time, every time you start doing a monologue and start playing like rap up music <laughs> once it goes over two minutes. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> okay, so all right, if you're ready for me. So what I've been listening to, uh, my one of my favorite artists of the year coming in from last year is Jay Worthy, one half of London Drugs, uh, from from out west. Uh, he's I, I love and dig his his sound, his style so much. Um, he did uh, the Eat When You Sleep. No, excuse me, Eat When You're Hungry, Sleep When You When You're Tired. Um, I loved him from his affiliated album. Uh, what was it? P on the Drugs. Um, oh man, it was a couple other ones that he did, but either way, I'll I'll circle back around to that. And of course, West Side Gun, uh, Pray for Paris, Fly Guys, an awesome guy too. Uh, Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo. Um, let's see what else. What else have I? Have? What else? And of course, the uh, what was it the, the the excuse me the Tonight Show uh, with Currency and his Green Tape mixtape. Um, let's see from what I've been playing. Let's see, it was the Resident Evil Three remake, which was eh. Uh, Last of Us Part Two, which I'm gonna save for after this because I have a whole tangent that I want to go on for that. And currently playing Ghost uh, Susima, so I, clearly I was pronouncing it in past episode. It's Susima. So uh, let's see. As far as shows I've been watching, it's just basically I've been on YouTube and just just been going down various uh, rabbit holes. So shout out to the Funhouse crew. Uh, they're right under the Rooster Teeth guys, the same guys that are responsible for the Red versus Blue series. Um, it feels like I'm forgetting. So, what's my time? Oh, I didn't know that. Damn, I did not know that's what they were uh famous oh, yeah. for. Oh, yeah, nah, people put me on game because I've been watching Funhouse and I had no idea. It's like I thought it was just a random group. No, no, that, 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 not random people because I guess random would be weird, but I thought it was just uh. It's just a group of people that were doing cool streaming. I mean, yeah, they were red. Virgin no, no, no. Well, well, no, they are, but it's really Rooster Teeth, the guys that are responsible for Red versus Blue. But they, I guess, yeah. the the whole red, well, excuse me, the whole Rooster Teeth umbrella has been so big that it encompasses a whole lot. So, but no, other than that, um, um, yeah, like I said, uh, oh, excuse me, let's see, what was the last thing that I saw Netflix wise? It was the Jeffrey Epstein um, show, and I started watching. Um, and you brought it up. Was it the Midnight Gospel? Yeah, the Midnight Gospel. Yeah, yeah. Based off of five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I need to get back uh, finishing that up. But um, but no, nah, it's it's that's that's pretty much been it. I know there's some stuff that I'm leaving out. Also, Jay Worthy, uh, two for one uh, album, which was dope that came out this year. So, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's all I got for now. Got it. Wait, were you timing yourself or was I timing? I thought you were timing me. 
<laughs> no, that was, was definitely over two. I was. <laughs> As I was waiting for you to stop me. Oh no, no, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, shoot, I guess yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I, I was talking myself. Fucking. Uh, yeah. So what I've been listening to? Uh, I've been rounding my ways back to Toby Lou. I got on this kick where uh, Spotify gave me this list, uh, basically of my last of my, my summer hits from 2019, and I had some pretty variable taste back then. I was. And like that was kind of like the guy of the summer uh, for me personally. So I'm circling back to that, circling back to Tierra Wack. And I feel like I'm kind of repeating myself because it's like we were recording the podcast during that time yeah. as well. And, you know, that's kind of the music I was listening to. Um, let's see. I Moneybag, yo. Like he got that song, mm-hmm. uh, Say Something. Uh, say Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah I fuck with it. Yeah, but I, go, but I use it for Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Benny, Benny Sings, um, like he's another person I've been circling back to just because I rock with Benny Sings. Home Shake, been rocking with them for many, many years. Uh, so they're dope. And uh, uh, Saba, I've definitely been listening to a lot of Saba, a lot of No Name, a lot of Shmino. And uh, yeah, as far as games I've been playing, uh, Hellblade. Call of Duty, absolutely. Warzone, without a doubt. GTA Online. Um, I'm actually about to start up Fallout 76, despite how much <laughs> shit I talked about it. It's now on the Netflix gaming, which is Game Pass, so now I'm on that shit. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, about to actually start up an online campaign with my with the homie Josh uh, with Gears 5, but I'm actually waiting until I get my streaming uh, set up done for that uh, so we can actually stream our uh, us playing Gears 5. So that's gonna be dope. So we're gonna be starting up children the internet streaming or children the internet gaming soon, and yeah, and that is two minutes. Dope. Yeah, man. I've got, yeah, I've man. got, I've got two things in mind. Going back to play L.A. Noir and uh, Uncharted Four. Forgot about that. So got you. Yeah, nah. L.A. Noir is dope. I heard that uh, they're doing a re- are they doing a remake or are they doing a sequel? It was a rumor. There was a rumor that Rockstar was doing a sequel. I would love to see a sequel. Um, they already like. Yeah, they had um, basically they had already not only uh, registered a trademark for it, which is normal mm-hmm. for any, you know, if you make any game, you'll register the trademark for like the sequel. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But they were also readying, readying uh, someone found that where they were readying YouTube comment uh, content around it already, where they were basically already creating like the playlist for mm-hmm. it and like all the placeholder tags and everything for it. And they were like, Yo, Rockstar is like putting up stuff about LA Noir too. Let's go. Like, okay, let's go. It's pretty dope. Like even with the, yeah, like even like they had a video of uh like one of the radio stations from uh, LA Noir too. So I thought that was I thought it was kind of and um, and so that's that'll be exciting here hopefully. Yes, because I was gonna say going back to the uh, the Funhouse crew, it was one of the videos that they did uh, where they went back and replayed it, and and, and it, well for me it was just funny as shit because it was one thing they just kept doing that had me in tears just laughing but i was seeing so much of it. it's like damn i just forgot how fun of a game la noir was so it's like man fuck it i'm about to go buy this again i think it was for the cheap on the playstation store i think it was like maybe 25 at the time if not a little less it should be yeah, yeah. it should be cheap on also what a great uh, game yo yeah absolutely also for my uh, uh playstation fans uh i saw that far cry 3 is for 299 in the playstation store so Speaking of Far Cry 3, I recently downloaded Crisis. 
What a great game. I think I played a demo of it, but I never actually played it, played it. Yeah, bro. We did not deserve that game in the slightest. <laughs> hey, but Mike, before we get off, I'd be I'd be remiss if I didn't do this. What's up? Uh, you gotta hear the God talk, bro. Parasangs. Parasangs. Matter of fact, whoa, 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 whoa. Make sure. Uh, matter of fact, I brought this video to burn uh, some time ago because I, I saw this, and this was from uh, the, the 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 future great Zach Fox. He was in a beat. Le- well, he was in a beat session with uh, Kenny Beats, and before it even started, he played this video, and it's it's the most wildest, craziest shit I've ever seen from. One of our greats, Busy Bone. And Brian, how would you describe this video in, in comparison? What was the what's the comparison that you recently made? Oh, wait, wait, what I what did I say? It he's like, uh if <laughs> you, you said to think about uh this being uh, what what twenty twenty really sent looks like. Oh yeah, yeah. If twenty twenty was a person, it would be busy bone explaining the Illuminati. But yeah, go for it. Yeah. That ass shit. I don't know who made that make sense, but when you call on the Illuminaries, this is why they said don't speak on the Illuminati. Not only is it Jesus's family, but it's also your family. I see the light that's guiding everybody is like a bad light. But when you have a good life, all you have to do is call on the Illuminaries and click the channel. It's going to talk to you about Mrs. Arnold. It's going to talk to you about your school. It's going to talk to you and tell you where you're going to be at the end of the day. See, illuminaries can slip around the earth seven times. Was Mrs. Arnold on Facts of Life or that uh, Different Strokes? If anything is sick on the earth, they claim themselves that they are human and they can be killed. That's what the cult don't understand because they ain't never been Christ. If you bring Christ to your court, who's Christ? Jesus Christ. And that's what people don't understand. That's why Christ came and he came and did. So they know if there's something you think is the Lord, okay. bring Christ to your motherfucking court, nigga. Bring Talk it to your court, nigga. And that will show you, nigga. That shit'll die forever, nigga. That's how we get down, nigga. The temple of motherfucking Christ. You better trust and believe. Oh my, my homie. And that's the way that we rock and we roll. And then that's a blessing. That's the blessing. killed me from there. But he said, no, what? I'm going to love that brother. He didn't understand where I'm coming from because he talked to Pat. A lightning bolt, a burning motherfucking Lee Tarantino with a golf club with iron in his goddamn hand. That's why he don't like metal. <laughs> well, matter of fact, matter of fact, I think we just found out who wrote the. Uh, we, we found out who wrote uh, 2020 season of Earth. Nah, Busy Bone didn't write this. Busy Bone was like executive director, bro. <laughs> like he was like, he's directing this shit, bro. Like he's what is bro? It's I heard Kanye recently oh that uh, he would. I guess during the rally, he said he would make Jay Z his uh, his running mate. 
I feel like he would make Busy Bone like the secretary, like of like the secretary of the interior or some shit like that. What the fuck, man? God, bro. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But uh, yeah, thought patterns. Yeah, man. So yeah, yeah. So I I couldn't. This episode cannot end without fucking hearing the gospel that is busy bone talking about the illuminati yeah oh, so Jesus. mike let's go ahead and close this thing out uh you got any closing quotes for the people um throughout all the 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 jokes that and and commentary that we've been uh saying on here but we would be extremely remiss if we didn't uh say rest in peace to brianna taylor George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery and the, and the countless others that have lost their life to uh, police violence, police brutality, uh, police brutality and things of that nature. So we just want y'all to know that you're forever in our hearts. You will forever be missed and we will keep fighting for you and make sure that you receive justice and your name will ring on forever. Rest in peace. Wait a minute. I- Mike, I think you said it all. I don't think I'd say anything that even top it or would even be appropriate after that. So, <laughs> Mike, I appreciate that. Um, y'all, thanks for rocking with us. Thanks for listening again. This is the Children of the Internet podcast. I'm Byron. And this is Michael. Yo, leave us a call us up. Leave us a voicemail at 843-410-8531. Uh, leave us a text. Uh, send us a picture, whatever. Do whatever you're gonna do with that. Um, join the Discord. Uh, it's, it's the link is in the invite link is in the show notes. But beyond that, also follow us on IG. We'll be posting new content up there. We promise. And we will see y'all again next week. So uh, keep on rocking out in the free world. <laughs> do, do the loop, do do do. All right, yeah. <laughs>